Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Wednesday, July 26. U.S. equity futures are flat to down small, so you have S&P futures essentially unchanged. Dow futures are off 57 points or about 16 basis points, and then NASDAQ futures are down about 22 points or 14 basis points. Europe is seeing relatively heavy selling, so you have the major indices there down about 60 to 90 basis points overall, and then Europe. Um, sorry, Asia was uh, mixed, so Japan was essentially unchanged. The Hang Seng dipped about 40 basis points. Um, Australia and India both outperformed with decent gains in each of those markets. So huge volume of earnings reports between the U.S. and Europe last night and this morning. Um, obviously not going to go through everything on this podcast, but I do have details on each of the reports in the piece. So it's a very long piece, a lot of detail, a lot of information. So definitely take a look at it. The highlights for today in the U.S. So Alphabet was the large cap upside standout last night. Um, very impressive, healthy rebound um, in the core advertising businesses, search and YouTube. Um, and then, you know, the the uh, operating profitability stayed very healthy as well. Um, so that stock is up about 6% plus in the pre-market. Microsoft really was fine in the quarter. The guidance outlook really was decent also. Um, the June, I'm sorry, the September quarter revenue guidance fell a tiny bit short. They did talk about how all the AI enthusiasm is going to start impacting them financially at a quote unquote gradual rate. So I think the issue with Microsoft is just the stock was ahead of itself is a lot of AI enthusiasm, a lot of AI excitement in the name. Um, so that's actually off about 4% pre-market, but really nothing kind of bad. Company's not performing poorly by any means. Um, both Microsoft and Google talked about how they will be accelerating CapEx. So because of AI, because of the cloud, um, you know, so there's definitely kind of a, a fresh tech cycle underway as all these companies, um, you know, race to build up their infrastructure to capitalize on, uh, on the AI opportunity. Um, you know, just quickly circling back online advertising, the, um, the market overall does seem to be rebounding. That is, that is a macro positive. Um, but it is dominated by three companies, Google, Meta, TikTok. Um, as you saw from Snap's result last night, um, you know, this is not, uh, you know, the subscale players like Snap or Twitter are really not capitalizing on the um, cyclical improvement in online advertising that's being witnessed. Visa had a solid report. Management commentary on the consumer is the same as before. The consumer is healthy. The year-on-year rate of slowing that you are seeing in in aggregate consumer spending, Visa attributes to disinflation, um, along with just kind of base effects. So the comparisons on a year-on-year basis getting higher, but the absolute consumer, um, the, the health of the consumer on an absolute basis is still real, is still relatively sound. Um, and that's been a message they've been you know they've been giving that message now for a couple of quarters at least. Texas Instruments, underwhelming guidance for the September quarter. Robert Half, staffing company, poor results, very poor guidance. So we've seen a couple um, staffing-linked companies have pretty disappointing results for Q2. That Robert Half is another one. Waste Management, another big name to watch. Uh, a rare miss on EPS. They trimmed their guidance. You had a regional bank acquisition announced last night. Um, this was very notice- noticeable as this is the first big regional bank deal since the panic of March and April that was done without any government assistance. Um, and I think that's why you kind of saw some confusion yesterday afternoon when news of the deal first hit in the Wall Street Journal. Um, you know, for the last several months, whenever we, we heard talk of a regional bank acquisition, 
people usually panicked as it meant the target company would see its equity wiped out as part of an FDIC engineered deal. This was not that. This was a deal between these two companies alone. They're getting capital. Um, they're getting an equity injection from private companies. And now the question is just how quickly they can get this thing approved. Um, you know, member regulators have suggested they'd be more open to regional bank M&A. Um, if they really wanted to show that, they would they would kind of get this thing uh, wrapped up relatively quickly. But the uh, the fact that you are seeing consolidation in regional banks outside of uh, or without government financial support is certainly encouraging. In Europe, LVMH is the big name. Um, you know, most important company in Europe as far as just a capitalization perspective. That stock is getting hit after its report that came out after the European close yesterday, but in the middle of U.S. trading yesterday. Overall revenue was solid. The core leather fashion business, which is the most important part of the company, was in line. The wines and spirits business fell short. The U.S. business, um, they saw a year-on-year dip in U.S. revenue. So kind of just the latest indication that the highest-end U.S. consumer is, is, is slowing um, you know, after being extremely strong now for several years. Um, so that stock is getting hit hard. It's dragging a lot of the luxury names lower in Europe. Um, Rolls-Royce is the big upside standout. So Rolls-Royce is a big aerospace company. We've seen extremely robust results from the aerospace industry, um, even circling back to yesterday with Raytheon. You know, Raytheon had a company-specific issue with one of their engines, but the actual underlying trends in the aerospace market were very robust along with GE yesterday. Um, you know, incidentally, the, the corollary of all this is all this capacity that's being added now to the airlines is causing airfares to weaken. And this has been something we've heard from several airlines, including um, Alaska Air yesterday morning. Capacity is jumping. Demand is still very strong, um, but pricing is starting to weaken uh, in part because of capacity, in part because of just base effects are coming off of, uh, you know, you've had a, a big stretch of airfare increases. So this is, um, you know, it's a macro positive as far as the Fed is concerned. Obviously, airfares had been a driver of inflation. You're starting to see them roll over now for a few months. Um, and this is also very important because it points to disinflation in the services part of the economy, which obviously the Fed has been um, uh, focusing on a lot. There are a bunch more reports out of Europe, um, you know, just quickly. So on the upside, Rolls-Royce, Just Eat Takeaway, Worldline, Puma, British American Tobacco, Unicredit, Stellantis, all rallying on earnings on the downside. Campari, LVMH, Orange, Danone, Lloyds, uh, Reckitt, and Kaiser are getting hit on their reports. For the calendar today, the focus will be on earnings. So the main names before the open, Boeing, Quest Diagnostics, Hess, Hilton, Coca-Cola, Otis, Ryder, AT&T, Union Pacific after the close, you get Chipotle, eBay, Lamb Research, uh, Meta, Mattel, ServiceNow, uh, Seagate, United Rentals, and then obviously you get the Fed this afternoon also. Uh, I put out my Fed preview comments yesterday, so take a look at them. You know, Obviously, we're going to get a 25 basis point hike. I think this will be the last move of the cycle. The Fed will not close the door fully to further hikes. They'll, they will keep that open as a possibility. Um, but you know, I think the Fed has really accomplished its objectives on inflation. No one should be looking for cuts anytime soon. They're going to push back on on any talk of cuts. But I think as far as just the overall level of rates, they have reached their objectives. Keep in mind that simply because the Fed stops hiking does not mean they're done tightening. Um, keeping rates at this elevated level as inflation cools is a form of tightening. 
plus you still have the balance sheet runoff. So the Fed is still tightening policy, even though they don't lift rates higher. Um, and I think that's going to kind of be the message this afternoon from the Fed. So that is everything today. There's a lot more uh, information in the piece. Thank you, everyone, for listening.